Hey guys, welcome to the Swap Model Live Show presented by OGO Power Sports and FMF Racing. Joined today for, I think, the second time by uh, my pal Shane McElrath, now of the Smart Top Bullfrogs Spas Honda. Honda team. Yep. So, uh, yep. how is life at the new uh, digs? Very good. I am really excited to be moving to the 450 class. Mm -hmm. uh, I was really unsure of how that that transition would go just because it's a very deep class, a very competitive class. And the Moto Concepts team, they're, they're kind of like the sleepers that mm -hmm. you don't really hear much about them, see much about them, but they're, they're always pretty consistent. And so um, I guess from my perspective, Supercross only was not on my radar. Mm -hmm. And at first it was like not really an option from my side because it's like I don't I don't know anything about Supercross only like it's foreign to me yeah and now I I'm on the team so uh, we're we're super excited uh, the team is really good Mike Genova and Tony Alessi are really smart guys really uh, really good guys to work with and I've been mm -hmm. really impressed so far mm -hmm. uh, your switch to the 450 class. Um, I know there was like some outside shot, right? That mm -hmm. Feld was gonna scrap 2020 because of all the COVID stuff. And yeah. that would have rendered you eligible for the 250 Supercross class again. Had that happened, would you have stayed a 250 rider? I'm honestly not sure. Um, I mean, I, I have a good opportunity right now to, to step into the 450 class mm -hmm. and and grow and learn. I mean, there are still, well, really it's been the same guys in the 450 class over the last, really since, since Dungey retired, I guess, he was kind of the last one to retire. Mm -hmm. And everybody else has still been, still been there and is still really good. So it's a, a really stacked class. And then there's gonna be myself, Chase and Dylan Ferrandis moving mm -hmm. up this year also. So it's uh it's really deep and from my point of view I need I need a good transition to the 450 class. Mm -hmm. And I think I think I'm ready for that. I mean the the Moto Concepts Honda team they are a great stepping stone. Um, mm -hmm. there was talk about kind of throwing the the 250 point out rule away for 2020 and we kind of heard a rumor about that early on uh, before we even went back racing in Salt Lake. Yeah. And I ended up uh, going there and if I won the first two races, which I did, that that pointed me out. So kind of going into Salt Lake, it's like we're, we're going there to win and yeah. we're already focused on moving forward. Mm -hmm. And then there, there were, uh, still talks about the rule being changed and that was addressed with all the teams and some of the teams voted no on that. So uh, we really didn't get the final word probably till over halfway through outdoors. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it's like you know, we, we can't count on that because yeah, it's, yeah. it's not something that, yeah, there, there was talk about it, but for where I'm at in my career, kind of where we're heading, we can't focus on that as, as a viable opportunity. So mm -hmm. um, it wasn't really any 
any big deal when it was turned down. It's like, okay, well, cool, that's fine. We'll I'm just ready. we'll just keep going. Yeah. And uh, it's, I mean, this year is is tough. Number one with rides, uh, we lost JGR and Geico. Mm -hmm. So to have a ride on a on a good team mm -hmm. on a good bike and to be able to take that next step to the 450 class i mean it's it's really a, a big deal i mean there's there's a lot of people that are out there still looking for rides and to lose two big teams and still have a good shot it's like it's mm -hmm. it's a, a huge blessing and something that we're we're excited about and we're happy with where we landed yeah um i know before you signed you had several different options i think we we talked about it mm -hmm. a little bit um <clears throat> what led you to choose uh motor concepts honda uh the bike yeah that, that was that was the last bike that i tested yeah and it, it's funny how it played out I, it was kind of one of those like you put your own shoe in your mouth um, like, like I said, uh, at the beginning of the show, I was not very excited about Supercross only. And mm -hmm. it, from like the original offer we got from the team, it's like, if that's for Supercross only, it's like, I don't want to do that unless we have to. And I rode other bikes and then at the last, uh, I wasn't actually planning on riding the bike mm -hmm. until Tony was like, Hey, what? Uh, Bob mentioned you might want to ride the bike. And so I'm like, yeah, sure. And that was the last bike I tested. And I, I rode for maybe an hour that day. We got there early at State Fair and we left before 11 o'clock mm -hmm. because I, I told Tony, I'm like, do you, do you need me to ride anymore? Because I mean, I have a really good feel for it. I don't know what I would change if you asked me mm -hmm. to change something. And it was just, it was unbelievable how good that bike was right away. And yeah. on outdoors, uh, even though it's a Supercross only team. So um, I left the track that day telling Joy, I'm like, dude, I, I don't know if I can let this bike go. Really? And called Bob. I'm like, dude, we, we need to work on this deal because this bike is something that is... This bike is the top of my list right now. And so that was uh, something I told uh, Dustin Pipes also uh, with HEP. I'm like, because he, he asked like, look, where, where are we at? And I'm like, honestly, I really don't want to do Supercross only. I don't know anything about it. The, the deal to us, uh, Joy and I, what we've always known is you race Supercross, you mm -hmm. race outdoor, and you get salary all year. Well, to have a Supercross only contract for six months and only get paid for Supercross, it's like, well, we, we don't know what we would do the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. So it's like we almost wanted that, that guaranteed year-long contract. Yeah. And it ended up working out to where we got a pretty good deal and we had to take that step of faith. Like, all right, well, we're, we're doing Supercross only right now. And mm -hmm. our contract ends on the last supercross date but um we have our contract worded to where we can negotiate outdoors for motor concepts and mm -hmm. they've said that uh if everybody's on board if everybody's healthy then we're going to do some outdoors so yeah um 
really that's that's kind of down the road and something that we can address once we get closer to that but right now we've got a really good opportunity a really good uh, deal with uh, the smart top bullfrog spas honda team and mm -hmm. tony and mike have been really good to work with so far and mm -hmm. it, it's honestly really exciting yeah the supercross only thing it's funny because the first thing that comes to mind for me is Jeremy going supercross only mm -hmm. and then Chad. So it's like, oh, that's what guys yeah. do at the end of their career when they're mm -hmm. just trying to stretch it out. But it's, it is more common yeah. than you realize right now. Like mm -hmm. before you made the decision, did you talk to like guys like Vince Freezy and Malcolm Stewart who are like supercross only guys? Yeah. No. Well, I didn't know them very mm -hmm. well, um, but I talked to Brayton. Like I, yeah. I've known Brayton for a while and I called him. I'm like, dude here's here's my deal i really and this was before i rode the bike i'm pretty sure yeah um i just told him like look these are my options these are i'm, I'm having a hard time like me personally i don't want to do supercross only and and justin agreed he's like truthfully like i'm i'm a huge advocate of supercross only and he's in a good spot in his career to do mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. um but he's like i don't feel like you're ready to do supercross only like you still have a lot to to offer and he's like i mean mike and tony like you'll really enjoy working with them and mike is a really good guy and so it's uh i mean he he spoke highly of it but he also was like i mean i don't think you're ready for supercross only mm -hmm. and so it was uh and still like i i talked to him and he's he gives me some some good guidance and it was one of those things where we kind of had to take that step because it was the best bike that we we had an opportunity with and um just with the the amount of rides out there and with jgr closing uh suzuki was kind of holding things up from all their teams yeah, and yeah. so we kind of got to the point where we had to sign with Moto Concepts because it was it was there ready. They were they were graceful enough to give us like two weeks mm -hmm. of having the deal, and we're like, look, can you just give us time? Like we're we're not sure what we're gonna do yet, and so I mean they really worked with us, and it, it came down to like this this is a step we got to take and that was that was something that joy and i had prayed a lot about because we had possibilities but we didn't have necessarily contracts from everybody mm -hmm. and it was like we're, we're just waiting on this sponsor we're waiting on this and when it came down to it we're like all right god just open doors that only you can open and close doors only you can close yeah and when the time come and we had to make that decision there was one door to walk through and that was that was the Honda team mm -hmm. so yeah nice yeah. well it's an exciting time um Shane we're gonna take a quick break to hear from our sponsors back for more with uh number 12 here
Hey guys, welcome back to the Swap Moto Live show presented by OGO Power Sports and FMF Racing. Here with uh, Shane McElrath. Um, okay, so the team is three-fourths all new this year, right? It's mm -hmm. like Vince Freezy's returning. It's you, Benny Bloss, and Brock Tickle. Yep. Um, in my mind, knowing all four of you guys individually, it seems like you would all get along pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's been the case. I mean, from the when we were originally talking to them, we didn't know their plan for the team. We didn't yeah. know how many people they were wanting. Um, all we knew was that uh, Tony told us up front, he's like, hey, we're gonna be on the 20s, mm -hmm. just to let you know, because we have a lot of development in the bike and Vince is gonna develop the new one throughout Supercross. Mm -hmm. So we knew Benny or Vince was gonna be on the team. Yeah. And so we were kind of like, just trying to figure things out on our own. Um, we knew that they were talking to Joey. Mm -hmm. um, I actually went to uh, test the bike uh, at JGR. I flew to Charlotte mm -hmm. and Tony called me when he got there. He was like, hey, I just want to let you know that uh, we're having Benny Bloss come out to ride the bike mm -hmm. and we're having Joey come out to ride the bike. So yeah. don't, I don't want you to worry about your spot here. like." that doesn't really matter with these two guys riding the bike. So I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, that's that's fine. And just like we were talking earlier, like Tony is just really upfront. He's consistent every time you talk to him yeah. and he's really like professional all around. It's yeah. not like, oh, you get business Tony and then it's like Tony relaxes. He's just like steady all yeah. the way around. So isn't it crazy yeah. how solid Tony Alessi is, right? Yeah. Because like you think back to the the days mm -hmm. when Mikey was racing and mm -hmm. all the crazy things that happened with the LSE family yeah. and stuff, but like, that's like all gone. Mm -hmm. And Tony is just like super pro, mm -hmm. straight shooter, yep. easy to deal with. He's mm -hmm. not, he tells you what he's thinking. You know? Yeah. And that that's kind of the thing was the first time I ever seen the Alessis were at the Minios. Mm -hmm. I, honestly, I think it was like <laughs> 2001 or 2003, um, but they were on, the 85s and mm -hmm. super minis yeah and they just like waxed everybody and that was the first time i ever heard about them mm -hmm. and so i kind of like followed them all through throughout uh my career so far yeah and i've obviously heard things from people and oh this and that but it's like now working directly with them like i've never talked to them at all before mm -hmm. before this and it's like dude they're great people. And 
uh, somebody said it well the other day that they're they're misunderstood a lot. Just yeah. like when people would ask me about Dylan Fran, it's like, oh, what's it like being teammates with him? It's like a lot of people misunderstand him. Yeah. And so it's uh, that's that's probably the biggest thing. And with, I mean, Tony is at the track every day with us. He's he communicates well when we're riding, where we're riding, what needs to be addressed. I mean, he's just something needs to be done. He'll start working on it. Mm -hmm. And once that's done, you all good? Is there is there anything else you need this or what? And that's with with everybody on the team. So it's I'm super impressed just getting to work alongside those guys. And um, Mike Genova, he is the team owner, mm -hmm. and he he does this because he he loves to do it and that was something that he also told us from when we first got their contract and even before that when we were uh, talking on the phone she was like look we we race because we want to we don't rely on sponsor funding like mm -hmm. we do everything from his businesses pretty much and so yeah. he was like look this is this is kind of why why we do what we do and we do it because we enjoy it but we also don't pay people big money to mm -hmm. ride around in tents so um their their team i guess the way that they run things is true performance based and i mean they're really easy going and easy to work with. And it's like, you perform, you get rewarded. You don't mm -hmm. perform, it's like, that. that's fine. Let's go go at it again. And so yeah. it's, uh, it's just such a really, I guess, small environment, but it's mm -hmm. like, it's powerful. And yeah. that's what I'm, I'm really enjoying so far. Okay, so you're going into your 450 debut Supercross season. You're on a bike that you know is badass, right? Mm -hmm. Like super powerful, yep. uh, very, Yep. Great handling. Um, what are your goals? Where do you see yourself fitting in in that top 10? It's honestly hard to say. Um, like I said earlier, there are a lot of good guys. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, oh, you get a bad start, you come from 15th to 6th or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there are maybe one, two, three guys that can do that in the 450 class. And so... For me, I'm a good starter. I'm excited to continue working on my starts and getting mm -hmm. like really dialed in on the 450. And I don't necessarily have a, a number goal. Um, mm -hmm. I know what I need to do to make some money, but yeah. it's like, I believe that that was kind of also something with, with riding or when I tested the, the Honda was like, dude, I, I immediately felt like confident about going racing. I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, if if I have a shot, it's right here. Yeah. And just my confidence already was like, okay, I can be competitive. And that's that's what I really believe is is doable. And I don't, again, I don't really think a number position is like, that's, that's what I'm gonna get. Yeah. It's like, dude, if I get a good start, I feel like I can be competitive with, with whoever's around me um, whatever that looks like and mm -hmm. it's it's a little intimidating but it's like the challenge of it is just like getting a start in the 250 class like mm -hmm. oh yeah some some people get get good starts here and there but it's like dude if you want a shot at being consistent you've got to like all right we're gonna get this start mm -hmm. and I think that's gonna be the biggest thing is is starting good 
and just like, all right, let's let's just go. Let's ride with the guys around me, and let's just gain experience. Let's gain uh, knowledge and and learn because mm-hmm. I mean there are a lot of good guys and everybody races different. So to learn is going to be one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the 250 class, on the starting line, you knew you were on the Star Yamaha, right? Mm-hmm. So you knew you had like this advantage. Yeah. It's almost like the same thing, it sounds like, in the 450 class. Mm-hmm. You, obviously, we've seen Vince yeah. pull shot how many times, yeah. right? So you know you've got this bike that's mm-hmm. got a great advantage off yeah. the line. So yeah. it's got to be a good confidence. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure how the starts were going to be on the 450. Um, I obviously watch all the 450 races. I love watching the starts. I love just like paying attention to what people do. Mm-hmm. And st- I think it's it's really similar to the 250 class. Like dude, when you're when you're on the gate, you have to control your emotions. You have to be calm. You have to focus on what you're doing because like in the 450 class class with added power, everything's magnified. Mm-hmm. One little slip up and you're you're well behind. Yeah. So it's uh i think the basics are pretty much the same it's just going to be a lot more important to be consistent with mm-hmm. with the whole start routine like um technique throttle clutch everything so mm-hmm. it's uh it's very encouraging i mean vince is a really good starter like you said um their bike is is really smooth power wise mm-hmm. but it's also got like a lot of power and that's that's been really fun getting used to because on a supercross track you have to respect it all the way around the track it's not like you get deep in the moto and you can start relaxing a little bit Mm -hmm. it's like you have to be focused the whole time because one extra hit on the throttle and you're going like 10 feet long so it's uh i'm super excited about it because it's a really good bike like you said i mean we have a lot of factory parts we have access to all the factory parts we need Mm -hmm. but i mean we don't necessarily need all of them so where the bike is right now i've done some starts on it and i'm like dude this (laughs) this is good go time yeah hey shane we're gonna take a quick break uh we'll be back for uh one more segment with shane mcgrath Don't try to be the fastest on the track. Be the fastest ever. Work harder than everyone else. Because dedication is everything. If they say your goals are crazy, be insane. Be fast. Be the crazy one. Be unstoppable. One goal, one vision. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. 
What's up guys, it's Brock Tickle. I ride for the JGR Yoshimura Factory Suzuki Racing Team, and I'm stoked to be back at the races. Planning my comeback to racing was cool to see. I have a lot of support behind me to, to get me here. FXR stepped up and invested in me, and I'm stoked to be part of them. FXR um, honestly kind of blew me away. All the product is awesome. The pants fit me awesome. The best fitting pant I've ever worn, and everything's supplemented, and it looks good. It's hard to put our adventures on hold, but now is the perfect time to prepare for their return. Amsoil has your back with fast, free shipping, and ordering has never been easier. Just look up your vehicle, select your product, add an oil change to your cart, and check out. Spend $50 on Amsoil products, and shipping is on us. Order now at Amsoil.com. Guys, welcome back to the Swap Model Live Show presented by OGO Power Sports and FMF Racing. Uh, here for a uh, last segment with Shane McElrath. And uh, you know, we've been pretty good friends through your whole career pretty much. And I'm so excited to watch you race a 450. I got to watch you ride a 450 during the first quarantine mm -hmm. lockdown out at MX Heaven. Mm -hmm. And uh, dude, you're so smooth on a big bike. And it's not like you're like the smallest, lightest guy for a 250. Yeah. So. I think maybe the big bike suits you better. Yeah, I, uh, I've also been super excited to get on the 450. It's, uh, it's really just a different style of riding. Mm -hmm. And I, I am, I'm not really like heavy. I'm just kind of one of the bigger lights yeah. guys. And so anytime I've gotten to ride the 450, it's been a good like refresher, like kind of respect it. You can be smooth on it and still have that power and you can work on uh coasting and mm -hmm. it's like the weight of the bike and also lugging the power it'll still roll really fast so um, there's a lot that can carry over to the 250 mm -hmm. and my last year uh two two years before i went pro um, i pretty much spent a full year on a 450 down at club mx mm -hmm. uh, i only had two bikes at the time and they were both hondas i had a 250 and a 450 and the 450 was just easier to maintain yeah, um, week to week. So I pretty much spent a year straight riding a 450. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of already like, I guess, pretty good at throttle control and, and working with the bike. But I remember I, I picked that bike up and went straight to an arena cross. Mm -hmm. And anybody who rides 450s know you don't race a 450 at an arena cross. but it was like, I'd, I'd only ridden one a few times and to go straight there 
to do starts on it and go straight into racing, I was like, my very first start, I didn't even rev it. I'm like, I'm, I don't know how, what it's gonna do, so I'm just gonna and rip the whole shot. And uh, the whoops that night were like super hard to skim, but on, on the 450, it was like piece of cake. I'm mm -hmm. like, dang, this is pretty fun. <laughs> so I, I got used to riding that and I, I would actually ride it really good. And then I would like, my stock on the 250 at the time was felt like a turd compared yeah, to the 450. Yeah. So it, uh, it's really fun riding the 450. It's, I, w I don't want to say it's easier because it's, uh, it's heavier. The throttle can get away from you really easy, mm -hmm. but it, it like unlocks another level of speed if you do other things properly, mm -hmm. like your technique, your bike setup. And I think that's, that's really the biggest thing in the 450 class. Like we always see uh, in qualifying, some 250 times can qualify faster than yeah. the 450s, but like when it comes time to race and, and do things, it's like the 450s are just like, they're, they're a step ahead. Mm -hmm. And now getting used to that, it's like, dude, I, I see how, how that is now. I mean, the 250, you have to work to get it to go fast. Mm -hmm. And the 450 is opposite. Like if, you, if you're patient, if your uh, technique is solid and your bike setup's good, like it's a lot easier to go a lot faster. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's been a, uh, at first it was a rough transition, like power wise, cause I'm like, dude, I, I don't know how to time the jumps on this, mm -hmm. but now it's like, I've, I've been able to be more aggressive with it and, uh, just smooth on it because it's it's a workable bike and mm -hmm. it's, it's been good yeah all right uh earlier when we were talking about the moto concepts offer being supercross only mm -hmm. and everything so it's it's kind of like you're a school teacher now right yeah like you're gonna have like this time off the summer off uh is your contract like this year's or 21 supercross only right now mm -hmm. and so like potentially like right after supercross factory Honda could call you and say, Hey, we want you to race nationals for us. Mm -hmm. And, and you'd have that option and be okay. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was kind of where we made a few changes was, um, my contract ends the date of the very last race. Mm -hmm. And we have it in there to where we can work out a, a contract for outdoors or select outdoors, mm -hmm. or we can go to factory Honda or go to another team. If, if they're, if that's kind of what we want to do. So, so if that opportunity presents itself, I mean, ideally, do you want to race all year or are you kind of right now, are you enjoy thinking like, oh man, you know, we could go to Hawaii for like a month or, you know, this and that. Uh, that's honestly a good question. I mean, it's obviously that wasn't on our radar at first. Yeah. And joy, from her side, it was more so, well, wh what are we gonna do for income? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, we'll figure something out. And mm -hmm. from my side, it's like, I mean, we, we can make good income in Supercross that can compensate for that, but I don't know what we would do with our time. Yeah. And so that could be a vacation, that could be going to do something else in our time off or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but this year, obviously, we didn't get to go on a vacation yeah the year before that uh i think we we were supposed to go on a cruise and we did but the hurricane messed with that so it was only like 
two-day cruise. Yeah. And so we don't really get to go on vacations much, mm -hmm. which that actually might help us and be good for us. But mm -hmm. um, I mean, for the most part, we're committed to our job and it's hard for us to even want to set time aside for that, even though it's good, because it's like, look, we, we want to, we want to show up to work. We want to be there. Mm -hmm. We want to do our job the best that we can. And once in a normal year, once training starts in beginning of October, we don't really get a break until the end of August the next year. So yeah. September is the, the off month. Yeah. And that's normally when we try to go on vacation and our anniversary is at the end of September also. Mm -hmm. um, but we've only gotten to do celebrate both of those one time. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely on our radar. Are you guys going to settle down now in California? Cause I know there is a, depending mm -hmm. on where we were, I, who yeah. I ride for, yeah. where we're going to go. Well, we rented a house out here. Uh -huh. Um, uh, probably three, I, it might've been a month ago now and we got it for a year. Mm -hmm. And so we still have our house in Florida. All our stuff's still there. We're not, especially what with the, the politics here in California, we're, we're not opposed to going back to Florida if we have to. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, right now we're, we're here and we will probably be here at least through Supercross. We don't know what mm -hmm. it looks like after that, but, um, we're, we're kind of, uh, used to living, I guess, lightly and, mm -hmm we're honestly open to picking up and moving somewhere. If we have to, we were ready to do that um, a month ago. And this is where we're at right now. So we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see. Was the JGR potential deal, was that exciting? Cause it had been home? Um, I would, it's, it's weird because like, that's where I grew up, but I've, I've been away from there now for probably like seven, almost eight years. Yeah. And so the first couple of years I was away from North Carolina, I was kind of gradually moving my stuff away, like kind of taking it with me wherever I went. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't have anything there. Like when I go for Thanksgiving, which we didn't get to uh, this year, but normally when we're there for Thanksgiving, like I have to run and I have to go to the local gym Yeah. and because I don't have anything there. I mean, we we bum a bed at my sister's house and mm -hmm. that's it. So the biggest part for me and what excited me most about it was the team and their environment and just the way that that they uh, they operate their team. It's like I mm -hmm. wanted to be in that environment. I wanted to be around those guys and just uh, that was what really excited me and I mean, they're, they're a really good group of guys and I've, I've heard a lot about them, but I've not gotten to, I guess, know many of them directly. Mm -hmm. And we did a little bit with uh, testing their bike, but yeah. um, we were there for really two days and J-Bone was really, really uh, going above and beyond for us and just being a great guy. Uh, mm -hmm. first and foremost. And so that was, that was something that I was most excited about was just knowing who they were and what they stood for. That was, that was really intriguing for me. Yeah. I just had an idea mm -hmm. what you could do with this off time. Yeah. Like you and Joy have been married two years now? Uh, just over three. 
just over three, you guys could have a kid. You know why? Because like I, I race against your yeah. father-in-law quite a yeah. bit, and it would just be awesome to pass him and go, out of the way, Grandpa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's funny because that's something we've been praying about lately. Like yeah. just, it's something that we've been talking about, something that we're excited about, but we're like, when? Yeah. Like we're, so it's, uh, maybe that will come from it happens, it happens. Maybe that was confirmation. All right, well, hey, buddy, thanks for coming on again. Yes, sir, appreciate you. Always great to chat with you. Yes, sir. Guys, thanks for watching. Uh, Make sure to uh, like and subscribe and uh, keep your eye on number 12 next year.